This is ESPN Radio. We cover a lot of ground here. The first couple hours of the show, if you missed any of that, you can always check out the podcast on the ESPN app. Damian Woody's Baby Seal. That is classic. By the, by the way, you, you, you sound like the most anxious baby turtle of all time. <laughs> like because you are so concerned or worried about something. Animals at me. Like, tur- what noise well, do turtles make? They don't unless they're they snapping don't. turtles. Well, that's the best part about the game. By the way, and we used to do this all the time, like as college kids, because we would do this on our road trips at Duke where we were, you know, we would oh, give me an animal name. You got to make the sound of it. But when, for some reason, like when you add like baby or old, like you, you you lean into like these like baby sounds, right? And then you're like, what is the animal sound combined with the baby sound? And by the way, hearing a baby seal from Damian Woody may have been the highlight of my Thursday. It was ah, been the highlight of my like, week. What is that? That's a and baby you, seal? And you've had a big week because uh, you went to the shop last night, uh, the live the live edition of the shop in Manhattan last night. And you said, so we covered how you wore your dirty clothes that you're still wearing. Again, yes. if you missed that, please check out the app because Jay is in the same thing he same was thing wearing yesterday. yesterday. Yes, day. if you're watching us on ESPNU, you probably recognize it because Jay looks exactly like he did yesterday. He just smells a lot worse today. By the but way, wait, we- real quick on that, that, this is why I love Chef Kev because Chef Kev, is a guy that is one of our biggest listeners, right? So I get a DM from him. He's like, Jay, like I, I would have bought you, I would have had somebody bring you clothes and left them at the front desk. Don't forget who exactly. you are. You're Jay Williams. That's what I said and at the I'm beginning like, of the show. Like, you're Jay Will. What are we talking I about here? Fire up some phone yesterday. Make a phone call. Yeah, have I somebody was, bring stuff to your hotel. I was on multiple phone calls with the car service trying to get my damn bag back that I still can't find. Okay, Jay Williams are supposed to have people for that. Keyshawn would have had people for that. See, you're doing this thing. I mean, Key is Key. I'm Jay. I'm a man of the people. No, I roll a little bit differently. You know, but that's fine. And how you're rolling now is smelly. But you were at the shop last night, and we never actually got to the contents of the shop. And Julius Randle was part of it last night, so I want to hear because I know he talked about the New York Knicks. What was actually? What did he say? Anything interesting? Uh, You know, he he talked a little bit about his relationship with Jalen Brunson. Uh, he talked a little bit about his, his relationship with New York City, which was just fascinating, right? He's like, you know, in the offseason, I go out to Texas, I spend time there. But he's like, no, I've been back here, and there's an energy, there's a vibe around the city. And I've had to learn new things about myself, right? Like not giving a thumbs down, uh, <laughs> obviously, which was a viral moment that the city didn't really react well to. Uh, he talked a little bit about, and I don't want to give everything away because it's going to come out on the podcast, about how he dealt with injuries and obviously where the New York Knicks are going. It was just interesting to hear between him and Method Man. Method Man talking about, you know, he, he said this great line I wrote down, uh, the intuitive mind is a sacred gift, but a rational mind is a faithful servant. You know, talking about Albert Einstein and how he looks at uh, the marketplace and, and what he's doing in his career. And then Joey Badass, too. So, it was cool overall, but can I tell you my biggest takeaway from yesterday? And I, I found myself um, really kind of becoming a fan. Now, one of my best friends in the world is a guy named Scooter Braun. Scooter Braun represents Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, uh, Usher Raymond, some of the biggest acts in the world. And there was a, a big moment between him uh, and Taylor Swift when he bought the Masters for Taylor Swift through Big Machine. Uh, that due to an NDA, he couldn't really openly engage with Taylor Swift about her buying the Masters back, right? Uh, because he could have lost the deal. Turn around, flip the 
flipped the Masters, made a lot of money. It turned into a really big thing where Taylor came at him. So for me, she like, re-recorded all of her, she's, all of she's, her music. She's That's going, why you get the Taylor's version of of all these songs. Yes, yes, and she's going to do that, and she's going to mint money. But what happened yesterday, which was kind of like, it was a really big thing for me. Is I don't know if you heard about it. I'm trying to find my note card so I can read it exactly. But Taylor Swift essentially. You have note cards yeah, from I, watching the shop? You have note cards? Like you went, yeah, I took Like notes. you went to this live event. You're sitting in the front and I you're taking notes. notes on note cards? Oh, I'm always studying the game, Amber. I'm, I'm a hustler. That's who I am. No, but note cards. Like we're, like we're in middle school you, class. You, like you actual time, note cards. Who, time who for buys note, note card? cards? You yes, had time I, for note cards but not time to get changed? Yeah, that's good. Yes, you know I, what? Good yes, I, well, I had my backpack that had note cards and I took notes during Did you roll around pod. with note cards? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I roll around with note cards. What's wrong with that? You have a legal pad I in do. front of you, I'm a Esquire. Lawyer. You have to. It's important to always have a legal pad when Thank you're a lawyer. You. I'm it's shocked. like part of the deal. I'm shocked that the lawyer in you would tell me as your potential client not to always stay ready and prepared, Amber. But I haven't bought actual notepad or note cards since I was in law school and actually needed note cards for schooling. I just think what? I I no, never I- thought about it. Like today, there's not been a point in my post-schooling life where I've gone to CVS and thought, you know what I really need? Note cards. Well, the, was well, the notes app on your phone not good enough? You had yeah, to buy full-blown cards? Like, uh, we have technology, I'm, I'm, Jay. Welcome well, to 2023. Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Judgmental. I retain information better when I write it down. That's how I process it. You did, you did look 85 years old as the one person I, in the audience. Uh, no, I have bifocals on, on with my You're, camera light out, like going like this, trying to read the, the, the tiny script here. And by the way, can I get back to my damn point before you guys keep acting like five-year-olds? So anyway, sources confirmed to People Magazine that Taylor Swift, who was set to play six sold-out shows at Inglewood and and SoFi Stadium, recently gave bonuses totaling over $55 million Mm -hmm. to everyone, Amber, from her dancers to riggers to sound technicians, catering, amongst others, working on her master's show. TMZ previously reported that Swift, 33, gifted on her tour, $100,000 each ahead of her concert stop in Santa Clara to all the truckers as well. Like, that, that's, that's amazing. Is she hiring? Amazing. That's amazing. Like, first off, how much money that she's actually making on tour. Like, my daughter listens a little bit to her work. and I mean, memorizes, all, she's four, knows almost every lyric to her songs to a degree. And by the way, the fact that she would give everybody money like all the ancillary people that help the actual tour come to life each and every single day. Like, what an amazing gift. What an amazing person. So I, I found, like, am I turning into a slight Swifty here? Like, am I turning into a fan of somebody that gives back are to the community? Are you allowed to do that what if your the best note friends cards with, say? Are you allowed to do that That's if your best friends with Scooter Braun, by the way? I mean, I, Scott likes her. Scott has no problem. She had a problem with Scott. I mean, I, I don't know. Now I feel torn in the relationship. Now I don't know what to do. <laughs> Yeah, she does have a she does have a problem, a very public problem with him. Uh, I apparently she's expected to make three hundred. Well, she made three hundred million just in her first twenty two shows. They what? estimate she makes about nine to thirteen million dollars per concert. What? That's how much she's making per concert. But fifty five million is is no jump change. I mean, yeah. that is unbelievable it's- to everybody who's already getting paid to do their jobs, right? And so I would imagine they're not expecting it. Maybe some sort of bonus at the end of the tour, but to do it now and that kind of money to give it back like that during the midst of the tour of your Taylor Swift. 
switch. I would imagine, and I don't know much about that industry, I would imagine that's a highly unusual move. Probably something you should have asked your best friend Scooter, Jay. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Scott. I'll talk to Scott about that later. Travis Kelsey, I see you. I see you make moves, Travis. Okay. You're on well, your he's not really you. making moves. I mean, he tried. That's not a move. Like Amber, when you, when you fail, it's not, it's not you making moves. Well, Amber, it's, you it's, it's a lack of movement by Amber, Travis Kelsey. You got to take your shot, though. You got to take your shot. You got to swing for it. You know, if you don't down. swing for it, you the never know. The defense was too aggressive. I mean, I, I just give him credit for taking a shot. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, did he really take a shot? He just kind of just went on his podcast and said that he tried, that he wanted to meet up with her. He didn't get to meet her, I don't think. I mean, that, to me, that's called manifestation. He never got to give her. That's called manifestation. I mean, the, the only way you're going to make stuff happen is to openly talk about it, put it into the atmosphere. That's, well, that's, that's how I know. Well, that's true. Yeah. He's going to get attention from doing that. But also, I would imagine somebody who knows Taylor Swift at this point has said, hey, this guy, Travis Kelsey, right? <laughs> and so if that's in front of you and you're Taylor, maybe you're considering your options. I don't know her status. I don't keep up with Taylor's love life. Yeah. It's also a confusing I, one over the years. So I don't know yeah, what's I, happening. I, yeah, with, I with asked a lot Swift. of questions about that as well. I well, asked a lot of questions. I mean, not that I'm getting into petty stuff. Like, we're not petty LaBelle, but I don't like some of the decisions that were made and some of the things that were said. But I, I'm not going to get into that on this I show. She, doesn't she? Didn't she just break up with somebody who was like very controversial? Yeah, she should have broke yeah. up with him. Yeah. Did you hear what he said? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. seemed like okay. bad news. I yeah, don't once know, again, I don't, don't want to go down a lane that we'll regret. So I'm Team Travis keep Kelsey. It positive. Right, I'm Team Travis. Yes, he seems like a upstanding I'm team, fellow. I'm kind of like the old Team Travis with what Travis had before, but that's fine. That's you know. So uh, anyway, quarterbacks. Guys, uh, you know, so quarterbacks. Yes. Quarterbacks. Most exciting. The yes, I keep most cards. exciting non-quarterback. We're not even supposed to talk about quarterbacks here. You know, good job. Yeah, good most job, exciting non-quarterback. I didn't say quarterbacks. I said so watch. guys. All right, I was trying <laughs> to transition. Non-quarterbacks to watch this season. You we were discussing it earlier in this show as well. The most exciting non-quarterback players to watch as we head into the 2023 NFL season. We always love when you join the conversation. So let us know who you're looking to watch this 2023-24 NFL season. Triple eight, say ESPN. That's how you get in touch with us. 888-729-3776. I mentioned Kadarius Tony as one of mine just because not a spectacular season from what we saw of him last season limited there in Kansas City after that trade. But I do think this season now with Juju gone in Kansas City, he's going to be more of a key component of that offense. If he can be healthy, I feel like he could be a breakout star and look more like he did in actual college. Christian McCaffrey is another one. I didn't mention this, Jay, mm. but I just, I mean, Christian McCaffrey, like that man is that dude. And 1,100 y- rushing yards last season, uh, over 700 uh, yards uh, receiving last season. He's such a dynamic player. Getting to watch that offense and see what that offense looks like and having no idea, frankly, who's going to be getting, getting, getting Christian McCaffrey the football in that offense. I think it's going to be Brock. Yeah, I mean, it, you hope, obviously, coming back off injury, it will be Brock. I mean, it could be Sam Darnold. I mean, we talked about this yesterday. That Could he be a guy that could be revitalized in the Kyle Shanahan system overall, which has made quarterbacks look incredible, right? Um, I, I, I'll tell you another guy in the NFC East, or as some people like to call it, the NFC least, um, Michael Parsons. I mean, we, we, okay. we talk a lot about Lawrence Taylor and these generational type of defensive players. And I, I think he has those attributes, those abilities. So, you know, so much to be made about Dan Quinn and about, you know, so much being on the line this year with Mike McCarthy letting go of Kellen Moore, obviously him going to the Chargers and him taking on more of an offensive responsibility role within this team. But like Dan Quinn has had, you know, just – 
each and every year, this defense has gotten better and better and better. Obviously, last year it kind of teetered off for a little bit. But still, you, you wonder at Jerry Jones recommitting to Dan Quinn when everybody wants him to be their next head coach. And he's kind of like that lion looming in the tall grass. And Micah Parsons is no doubt his prize that he has that he's going to showcase each and every down. That's a good nomination. I would put OBJ on that list. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious to see what OBJ looks like with Lamar now, throwing him the football. And obviously there's some health concerns there with Odell Beckham Jr. as well. But, man, that could be really exciting to watch in Baltimore. So you let us know. Triple H, say ESPN. Who are you looking forward to watching this season who is not a quarterback? We spend too much time talking about quarterbacks. Let's talk about some other positions. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is ESPN Radio. What player who's not a quarterback in the NFL Are you most excited to watch this season as we head towards NFL season? Amber Wilson, Jay Williams, hanging out with you here. Find him at Real Jay Williams. Find me as well at Amber W Sports. We are taking your phone calls. 888-SAY-ESPN. Matt is calling us from Atlantic City. Yo, Matt. Oh, AC. Let's go. Okay, good morning, uh, Amber. Good morning, Jay. So look for Jalen Hyatt, the Giants' third-round draft pick. Watch him. You're going to understand my sentiment. He's fast. He can run routes. And Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill aren't the fastest in the league no more. Look for Jalen Hyatt. But I think I'm more excited for Darren Waller. Mm. Now, offensive coordinator Mike Kafka for the Giants, he worked with Travis Kelsey in Kansas City. Look for Kafka to use Waller like they do Kelsey in Kansas City. So that's who I'm going with. I'm kind of going both Hyatt and Waller. If Waller can stay healthy, he's an absolute specimen. I, I thought we were friends, Matt. I don't like you saying that Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle no longer uh, the fastest in the league at that position. But I like the idea of nominating some of these guys, Jay, that maybe our finger isn't on the pulse of. So those are some good nominations. Mark is I mean, in Tennessee. Real, real quick, oh, Andrew, thank you. No, I was going to say, go first off, I'm doing Darren yes. Waller's podcast coming up, which is Ooh. great. Comeback stories, which I'm super stoked Ooh. about. Pick up the um, name you just dropped. Yeah, it happens. I'm giving him a plug. That's my guy. But also, like, I, I do like the point that he just made about Mike Kafka, right? And coming over from KC, Darren Waller six six. Mm-hmm. Like, and I've heard Travis talk about this. Like, utilizing that size and that frame for those 50-50 balls, I think, is that it just gives Daniel Jones another weapon to work off the play action game that he can have with Saquon. So, I, I would agree. I, I do think that could be. That could be a really big-time person to watch this upcoming season for the Giants. Mark is calling us from Tennessee. Mark wants to t- chime t- in as a Swifty, I think. What's up, Mark? Ooh, Go ahead. Uh-oh. How you doing? No, wrong Swifty. Oh, I am wrong Swift. Swift. Hopefully I didn't touch a nerve. I am actually- okay. <laughs> so I'm not Taylor. DeAndre Swift. Oh, oh DeAndre, DeAndre Swift. Swift. Okay. He's a good Swift, too. <laughs> I, I, think, I think him and Rashad Penny. I was going to add a lot to the Eagles' offense. 
I think that with the Eagles' offensive line, I think we were just lacking uh, just over-the-top run game. And I think Rashad Penny and uh, DeAndre Swift are going to open that up for us. I mean, last year, Amber, before Penny got hurt, I mean, Rashad Penny's absolute beast. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is a little tank. I mean, you talk about, once again, running back by committee. I mean, what he was able to do up in Seattle was different. It's funny that he's saying that all we were lacking was the run game because the recipe that I feel like we've been discussing with this running back situation has been you don't need a prime running back in order to win a Super Bowl, right? And maybe the Eagles will show otherwise here with those guys at the helm. It's an interesting conversation. I think DeAndre Swift, I mean, I, I, I'm a fan there. I think that that's a good nomination. Also, I still think you're a Swifty if you're a DeAndre Swift fan, right? Yeah, like, thing. he should lean into that. Same thing. Yeah. Kelvin is calling us from San Antonio. Hey, Kelvin, go ahead. Kelvin Ridley? <laughs> <laughs> good morning. Uh, I'm curious to see um, Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson now that the enemy is in Washington. I'm just curious to see how it he uses them. Hey, Calvin, can I ask you a question? Uh, sure. Because I think this is a really big one. Um, how do you feel about Sam Howe? Honestly, prior to him getting drafted, the year before, they were talking about him being a first-round draft pick. The next year, he loses Jahan Dotson. I'm sorry, not Jahan Dotson. Um, what's the kid's name that's on Washington? He, he's like a third or fourth receiver for them. He went to North Carolina. De'Ami Brown. Yeah. He loses De'Ami Brown, and his offense wasn't as potent. I honestly believe they might have a what would be considered diamond in the rough since he was drafted in the fifth round. But I think they have something. They have a quarterback now that can push the ball down the field. He just uh, luck of the draw in terms of him sliding down the draft board. Yeah, I mean, it's why people say Sam Howell isn't a normal fifth rounder, right? Mm-hmm. Because because of exactly what Calvin just said, that it's the projections from the season before, how good he was before his senior season in college. Uh, and then, of course, a disappointing final year there. And then here we are with him cast as the starter of the Washington Commanders. I think everybody's exciting to watch there, frankly, though, we're just interesting because even though I'm not high on the Commanders, I think seeing what Eric Biennemi can do with any of these guys offensively will be interesting to see. He doesn't have Patrick Mahomes anymore. What's it going to look like? Well, that's the thing. You go from Patrick Mahomes to Sam Howell, right? And also that O-line, can they protect him? Uh, Their weapons there, and we'll see what that defense could come back as next year for the commanders a lot of that depending upon chase young but the question is it 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 does feel like this is a year in which ron rivera with an ownership change right and you know how that works too amber right like ownerships have their people Mm -hmm. right and hey if you can't get things done at the level as we potentially change the name again of this team you know for this third time in five years you know are you the guy ron rivera moving forward and then the question looms that if ron rivera is not the guy Will Joshua Harrison Company deem Eric Bieniemy to be the guy, or will there be somebody on the outside? And then once again, we'll be talking about how Eric Bieniemy is being glossed over as a head coaching option again in the NFL. It's one of those weird situations. It's kind of like Helen Moore also sitting there as maybe a coach in waiting if Staley doesn't do well. But if Staley doesn't do well, does that make Kellen Moore look good? Like, if things don't go so well in Washington this season that it costs Ron Rivera his job, what's Eric Bieniemy's offense going to look like then? Mm-hmm. So it's a confusing thing. You would think if Eric Bieniemy is killing it 
as an OC this season, it's going to make Ron Rivera look like he's killing it as a head coach. And so that coaching staff won't be going anywhere. Typically, I agree with you with the ownership change that you see massive changes all across the board. And there will be those growing pains for this commander's currently commander's team. I think with Ron Rivera, because we're talking about a coach with such a record and such a reputation, such a positive one around the NFL, it is possible that Harris decides, okay, this is the guy moving forward, you know, where it's not necessarily because it's not just during the tenureship. It's not like Daniel Snyder hired somebody who most people didn't know in NFL circles for that job. That was a heck of a hire back in 2020 for a very bad owner. And it has not gone according to plan. But if it at all shows some promise this season, I could see Ron Rivera keeping his job, even with the new ownership in place. Triple Eight, say ESPN. That's how you get in touch with us. Derek is calling us from South Carolina. Derek, go ahead. Yeah, I'm interested to see uh, Calvin Ridley uh, with the Jaguars. You know, from the few clips they show from practice, that dude is practicing at a different level than everybody else. And playing a little pun here, I'm willing to bet that he'll be a top five, top three receiver this year. I love that nomination, Jay, because yeah. we're not talking about Calvin Ridley because we all kind of forgot about Calvin Ridley because he wasn't playing last season, right? And oh, by the way, not playing last season, saving his body because of that whole betting thing, right? <laughs> not worth it. Saving his miss- body. <laughs> saving his body. Well, I mean, it's reality, though. It's not like he missed an entire season because he was injured. That's my point. Like, he, he missed a season. I'm imagining he was still keeping himself in shape during that time. So he comes in this season to Jacksonville. It could look like one of the worst moves by the Falcons of all time, allowing that dude to go there. They've got beaters in. They've got the quarterback in place down there. I think Calvin Ridley, he could look phenomenal this season. Well, we had Jeff Darlington on, you know, one of our big time, you know, talents here at ESPN came out and he was talking about he thinks it's going to be another breakout year for a guy like Trevor Lawrence. Right, and because of now having the addition of Calvin Ridley, and I, I think isn't it amazing, Amber? You know, so many times when I I watch drafts, and I hear people who are you know former players or experts within the space talk about the talent levels of certain players, and I always think to myself, okay, but like where is that talent being drafted to? What is the situation? And mm-hmm. just like you know, having Urban Meyer as a head coach as compared to what that change was, and now to see him underneath a completely different regime. And even his game last year, how it wasn't great at first and how it just it kept blossoming, right? Like having that patience level with a guy like Trevor Lawrence and now giving him more weapons, it just feels like for Jacksonville, how much for Khan and ownership group like and what they're doing stadium-wise, it just feels like such a different energy behind this team and what they're able to achieve. Well, that's the rub of being a number one overall pick. Like yeah. You are not a number one pick going to a good team. If it was a good team in place, yeah. they need that number one overall pick. Like That's not how it works in the NFL. So I think we always make too much of that, but it is funny that that's the reward. The reward for being the best player going in college to a horrible is team. Yeah. you're going to go to a bit terrible franchise. At the same time, you're getting paid. You're getting rewarded for being that number one pick. And if you're a player as highly decorated as Trevor Lawrence was coming out of college, I mean, nobody was more decorated than I remember 
whatever in the last, you know, half decade than Trevor Lawrence was coming out of college. That is the sort of thing that is going to end up happening where, yes, you might not be in the best situation and you have to write it out. And he did write it out his rookie season. Now he has a great situation. It feels like with Peterson in place and this team headed the right direction. Calvin Ridley, certainly part of that equation. Coming up next, we're going to stick with this. So keep lighting up the phone lines. Triple eight, say ESPN. We appreciate you chiming in. Who is the player who's not a quarterback you're most excited to see this season? Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is ESPN Radio. Amber Wilson, Jay Williams, hanging out with you on ESPNU and on ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio presented to you by Progressive No, Insurance. Amber, I'm Jay Weezy. I'm Jay Weezy. You are Jay Weezy. I'm Jay Weezy. Yeah, I forgot just, about that until this moment. You're Jay yeah, Weezy. Well the, well, the song was supposed to be your cue, Amber. I, uh, yeah, you're right. I'm a little slow this morning. I don't know what to tell you. By the way, I've not seen you have your giant mug of coffee. What's going on this morning? Oh, no, I've been having it. See, I don't think you're watching me very closely. Oh it's here. my God, Don't how big is the Rise and Shine coffee mug? I mean, it's what, like a face <laughs> it's big? massive. It's covering Why my entire it so face. Massive? What's I the- like big mugs and I cannot lie. It's my thing. Did you just say that? I don't know what, I don't know what you, to tell you. Did you just say that? Don't know what to tell like you. Let's get back to the phone lines. Triple eight. Say ESPN. Yeah, why why the, late, the late sound? The late bleep out sound? What I don't understand. Happened? That would have been a lot funnier if it was like, I like big and yeah. then. Yeah. There I like, hold on. Let's oh, try this again, Nate. Hold on one second. I like big. See? Still and I delayed. cannot lie. <laughs> Still delayed. Wow, yay. Still delayed. Good, buddy. No, that, was, that one was intentional. My, my yeah, that, button got stuck. Sure. Sure. Uh huh. Jam. We are asking you, America. Who is the non-quarterback that you're most excited to watch this upcoming NFL season? 888-729-3776. RJ is calling us from Baltimore. Might have something to do with his nomination. Go ahead, RJ. Okay, RJ. Obviously, Odell Amber, like he stole my thunder with that. Um, I like him because he looks happy. It's kind of like when Randy Moss went to Oakland and then went to New England. Like, he was happy when he got with Brady? I don't know. He looked happy in Los Angeles, too, before he got hurt. 
That's true. But there are these injuries. I mean, I put OBJ on that list because I think it's going to be interesting to see. Can he have a resurgence here? It's been a while since we saw OBJ look like prime OBJ, but there's been injuries involved. He's coming into this season healthy. I think it'll be really interesting to watch Lamar throwing Odell Beckham the football, right? And just what he looks like this season. He's still trying to play for another monster contract. I don't know if that's coming at this point in you his think, career. Yeah, you don't Jay, think he'll get one? I, 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 I just, I'm not, I'm not sure I believe after these injuries that he has had that he's ever going to be that player again. But I do think it could still look great and fun in that offense. You know, you know what's fascinating just about the Ravens overall is that, you know, a lot of people have picked them as their surprise team that's going to happen this year. But, like, I, I look at it kind of the other way. Like, where, where are the conversations centered around the pressure that's going to be on the guy that actually got the deal that right. he wanted, 185 guaranteed. Like now with Zay Flowers, as much as I've heard, you know, some of our experts talk about that addition with OBJ, with Mark Andrews, with, with a new OC that's going to let them air it out. Like, you know, granted, there's still going to be that time. I, I feel like as much as we want to hype it up, same with the Jets, right? Like, okay, understanding new personnel, new system, how is it going to be implemented? Like, but there's a, it feels like there's starting to be a little bit of pressure mounting up on the Ravens here because everybody's starting to jump on that train. Well, I know you were really high when we talked about the Ravens. I think it was yesterday on Todd Munkin. I mean, it is Lamar, though, having to learn a new offense here. Yep. After coming off of that deal, it could look a little just not so smooth because of that. I do think that there's a lot of pressure on Lamar. We're not talking about it. You're right. It, it hasn't been talked about a ton since he actually got that deal in place, but it will be. It will be talked about if he doesn't look like prime Lamar when he goes out there this season after getting those dollars. I do feel like the scrutiny will be pretty high. He's got he's got weapons around him finally, which has always been a criticism there in Baltimore. They could be a surprise team. They also could be a disappointing team, yeah. the Baltimore Ravens. I think that they, either way, are going to be a very interesting team to watch. Triple H, say ESPN. Scott is calling us from New Jersey. Scott, who are, do you think is going to be interesting to watch? Hey, Amber. First and foremost, your caller earlier that said that Tariq Hill and Waddle are not the fastest. Stephen A. had already did the miles per hour that each one of them do with football. That's not true. They're still the fastest. I wouldn't care what anybody say. You tell them, Scott. Um, who I would say I'm most excited to see is Dalton Kincaid going to the Bills. That tight end did something very special, especially against UST. And I think he's going to open up the offense for them even further. I love that nomination. It it gives Josh Allen a weapon there, a big presence there uh, coming in in the inside. I mean, you're talking about a Buffalo team that traded up to the 25th spot to get this tight end, Jay. I think that that's going to be – a really exciting watch for a quarterback that most of us have as a top-tier quarterback, even though you could argue disappointing postseasons and that the Bills generally haven't lived up to the hype overall. Yeah, I think it's a great addition. But I, you know, once again, you know, we just talked about Lamar Jackson and Todd Monken and what that first year of that relationship is going to look like. That's what you saw last year with Ken Dorsey and Josh Allen, right? So it's like, you know, coming from Brian Dable and now Ken Dorsey, like year two within that offense with the addition of what we just made mention of, like – to me, it's like it's it's always Super Bowl or bust for the Bills. Now, on the flip side, on the defense, not having the same DC 
in Frazier and, 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 and now having somebody new in that position, like you wonder, can the defense find their rhythm in year one with the new D.C.? So it's going to be intriguing to watch Buffalo when the expectations are Super Bowl or bust every single year for them. Carlos is calling us from Kentucky. Carlos, Carlito. who you got? Good good morning, Jay Will, Amber. Thank you so much for taking the phone call. Um, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm, I'm going to stick my neck out and I'm going to go ahead and say this. To me, the individual that I think everyone should be watching this year, and in my opinion, is going to be Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is, is barring any injuries. It will be a long, long time since we've had the opportunity to say MVP for someone other than a quarterback, in which, to be in my opinion, it should be MVP, MVP quarterback, you know, instead of just MVP. But this guy is bringing something to the table along with what um, Cleveland's doing that's going to be really dangerous. I think the uh, AFC North is going to be one incredible division this year, coupled with Baltimore, uh, Cincinnati, and even Pittsburgh. You know, they've never had a, a losing season. But watch Nick Chubb. I, I really think that uh, if he does by any means get the MVP this year, he could actually change the whole insight in regards to the value of the running back position to me in football. Carlos, let me say this real quick. You know, ESPN came out with an NFL top 100 ranking, and I thought it was, this is ESPN on ESPN Crime. It was a damn travesty. I was so angry. They had Nick Chubb, Amber, ranked at number 29. Really? 29th in the NFL top 100. Do you know like, how many running backs they had ahead of him? I, I will pull up the list. I just I, I, I'm doing. I wonder. This I just wonder if that was a degradation of that position generally, or if that's a Nick Chubb specific situation there with where they had him ranked. I mean, I agree with that caller. That's an excellent nomination. Uh, that I mean that that whole Browns team. It, it, but you're making really the case for him being watch. the best running back in the game, number twenty nine. Right. Right. That's why. That's why I'm curious to know how many more, how many running backs were ahead of him. I I agree, and he could easily look like the best running back of the game this season in Cleveland. Uh, they certainly need him there in that offense. Ezekiel Elliott. The rumor is that he would be Chubb's backup there if they get a deal done. Uh, I think it's a good nomination. I agree with that caller, by the way, wholeheartedly about the MVP award. Offensive player of the year is not enough. They need like a separate MVP award for guys who aren't quarterbacks because it's so annoying. It goes to a quarterback every season. I have zero belief that no matter how how Nick, good Nick Chubb looks, and that's all going to come down to health. I have zero belief that he will have any shot at an MVP. Who would you rather have, Austin Eckler or Nick Chubb? Austin Eckler. Mm, they have him ranked ahead of Nick Chubb. Because Austin, now most people I think would say Nick Chubb. But for me, I do like these guys that are multifaceted. Yeah, I yeah, do. Yeah, I, and, yeah. I, and I just, I feel like that's the direction that the running back position is going generally. And maybe I'm doing that a little bit because we saw Christian McCaffrey get paid and maybe he ends up being the outlier here. Even Austin Eckler, though, when he put some pressure on his team this season, they ended up working out something, at least temporarily. It feels like these guys that are dual backs are going to have a better future because they can provide more than just you know, pound it, run it, and with a pass-happy league, that feels like the most importance. It feels like how you increase the value at that position. So yeah, I think Christian, I would say Eckler. Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley, you know, respectively 35, 31, there's a, there's a couple of backs ranked ahead of them. It was interesting. Okay. 
All right. I don't have a huge problem with those guys being ahead of him. The phone line is lit, though. Triple H, say ESPN. We appreciate you coming up next. We will get to more of your phone calls. Plus, should Jay have called out today instead of stinking up all of ESPN New York City? That's next. ESPN Radio is also on the ESPN app. All of Manhattan. That's All of it. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is ESPN Radio. Take it or shake it. Isn't that how you guys do it here? Take yep, it. Apparently so. Or I mean, we could, cha- we could change things up. We don't have to do it the same way. Oh, don't worry about that, sir. Once we get into this game... Things will be different. Oh, oh that, okay, okay, that is a tease leader. if there ever was was one by Nuno. Take it or shake it. Brought to you by Granger. Hello, Nuno. What is up? So we'll start with a little sports. <laughs> what is up? What, I am what, Nuno. I am a robot doing the up? show. Uh, what we'll is start up? with a little sports before we take this sideways. Dak, Jay, Dak Prescott should have gone full Draymond Green and punched Trayvon Diggs when Trayvon called him a <laughs> Take it or shake it. Take it! Take it! Take that! You know, you, I mean, not not a swing, but a, a a strong push or a shove or words. Strong, At least a doink. Mean words. Yeah. You know what? Take the football and throw it with velocity. That's what you do. You don't loft it up there like an alley pass to to Blake Griffin, like your CP3. Throw the ball at his damn head. Let him know him calling you a beep 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 is not the answer. We're why a did Alan, we're still working on it. Why did Allen have the timing so good for Nuno, though? Did you notice that? It was, it was planned. We practiced. Yeah, <laughs> we practiced that. Like, uh, I, yeah, no, like, I'm obviously like shaking this. Like you practiced my motorcycle accident joke the other day? Like that one? That, I will go to my true. grave that I did not practice that. I swear that was off the top of my head. Nope, he practiced. Take it or shake it. Nuno shake. practiced the joke. Oh, take, it. take it. Take it. I'm a comedic genius. I just don't have enough. You just call yourself a comedic genius <laughs> off an accident yes. that I almost died. Jay, that, ask that's... him about the shark again. No, no, no. Baby, right. Nuno. A- Amber, ba- did you Nuno, answer? Nunito. Baby shark, go. Make the sound. Amber, uh, did you answer that Nuno, question? Nuno, baby shark, no excuses. Make the sound. Listen, I'm the captain here. We Nuno! We'll do this Nuno! For, we'll no! Do this in a few I will seconds. make this show completely awkward, and I will not, <laughs> I will not stop until you make a baby shark sound. So, Daddy, is this that easy to just grab them by the ankles? Oh, wow, that's terrible. That's, that, that's your well, hold on, comedic genius. No, no. it just don't have people that uh, seconds after calling himself a comedic genius. Why don't right, you just go, baby shark? Do 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 do. Just do baby something. Do I? I don't have kids. Yeah, but you know that song. Oh, yeah. song. We all know that it's song. Something comedic genius next. So Amber, yeah, I'm shaking it. Obviously, it's Dak Prescott. He's got 40 million reasons this year oh, not God. to get into a fight. He should not go full Draymond. This is stupid. If he did, the Cowboys season would end like the Warriors season did last year in a disappointment. I mean, it's still like, it's still going to end in a disappointment. Well, it might be true. Right, and it won't be because Dak <laughs> fought Draymond Diggs. Amber, we'll start with you. Jay Williams should have called out if he didn't have clean clothes to wear. Take it or shake it. 
Uh, shake it. Uh, I, I don't think he should have called out. He should have gotten clothes. He should have fired up Postmates or something, some app. Clean it. Had somebody guys, bring him clothes well, last got, night to his hotel room, but he shouldn't have called out. You guys, what's going on here in this generation? Like this softness here. <laughs> like, let's go back to AAU days, Alan Yates. I mean, were there times that the jerseys just happened to not be washed? Oh, I'm sorry. Am, am I not participating in the game the next day because my jersey is stinky? <laughs> oh, yo, 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 we're playing that team, man. They stink. No, no, they, they smell bad. Yeah, we're going to win by 40. Yeah, competitive I'm, I'm advantage. Mad. No bounty, no Are dog. you and Allen in the same generation? You guys are like 10 years apart. <laughs> it, it feels like it is, as hoopers. And you don't understand this life, Pat. Also, you're not playing sports. You're actually in a Talking about sports. Yes, right. you're talking about you're it in a working in a environment. Where it is an HR. You know it is an HR you know, situation. If someone comes in and they stink, you it's, know. A, it's impacting everyone else around Nunito, you. my smell is the least of our concerns with this show as it relates to HR, okay? Yeah, sure. That's true, especially this morning. All right, we're going to take <laughs> it. You missed any of that. Check out the app. <laughs> Check the out podcast. The app. It's right there on the ESPN Amber, app. T-shirts under sweaters, please. Come on. That's all I'm going <laughs> to nope. say to you, okay? Nothing. I mean, we, had, you know? remember, we, used to have a, we used to have a previous host on this show who used to wear a, uh, a, a jersey with his own name on it without a... Uh, with no undershirt under, on. No undershirt on. Oh, this Chafing everywhere. Oh. I miss <laughs> all right, everywhere. Jay. We did? Baby squirrel. <laughs> we did? <laughs> We did. Jay, baby squirrel. It's what, weird. Max was wearing kind his of, jersey. Baby, <laughs> baby squirrel. What kind of noise does it make? Go. This is where we go off. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was actually really good. Squirrel, Here's like the a thing walnut, with Jay. Right? The problem with Jay is that he's played this game many times. Oh, he's no. played it with his kids. He's played it in locker rooms before, he said, and when traveling on team buses and planes. So he has spent years refining this game where when he asks us to do a sound, it's an animal that doesn't even make a sound. And then when we ask him, he's ready. He's prepared. Amber, Amber, you know he's done it often because he did the little hand motion. Yeah, he did. The sound. The, the I thought it was just a sound. That's the walnut. Taboo, you know? Yeah, taboo. Great game. If you're not Great watching on ESPNU, you are missing out. So, Amber, baby butterfly, go. <laughs> oh, see, <laughs> come on. <laughs> flap, flap. Yeah. What? <laughs> there you go. I. I am ever not do going that again. Amber, I will refrain. Yeah, so Jay, uh, oh come on, Jay, baby dear, baby dear, Jay, oh, come on, <laughs> flat. You know this went off the rails. I need a break. <laughs> I need to take a leave of absence for one for do one I, minute. Do I've we? Never, do I've we? Never seen no, I'm all you close the close the uh, billboard. And we can take a call. I'm oh, we're surprised and solutions. Go Please go for every right industry. Now. I'm sure Granger loves this. By the way, Granger has the right products for you. Call, click. Granger.com oh or just stop on by. <laughs> Say whatever, whatever that can distract us, please. Triple H to ESPN. Amber Wilson, Jay Williams. Someone save us. At Real Jay <laughs> Williams. Have kids. At Amber W Sports. Linda, for the love of goodness, save us. She's calling us from South Carolina. Linda, go ahead. Who what are you excited to watch this that? season? Linda, thanks for the call. Go ahead. Hey, good morning. Good morning. All I got to say is, hey, let's go Buffalo. I'm going to watch Gabe Davis because he disappointed me last year. Okay. 
Gabe yeah. Davis. Okay. I, I mean, I actually think that that's an excellent, a, an excellent nomination here because you're right. Disappointing season. Stefan Diggs has been out here at training camp. He's trying to beef up his teammates saying this is going to be the breakout year here for Gabe Davis. A lot of Buffalo Bills nominations we've gotten today. Jay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, there's a lot going on there. I mean, by the way, new stadium coming. There's a, it feels like the the Bills are the team, Amber, that each and every year we get really hyped because of the talent of Josh Allen, because of the talent that they have, obviously, with this stuff between him and Stephon Diggs. But it feels like they like, – I don't know. It just goes back to this pecking order. Like, there's still something that slightly feels off. For, and I want, I want Bills Mafia to be that team. It just feels like Joe Burrow is closer to knocking on that door than Josh Allen is. Well, I think a lot of people believe in Joe Burrow a little bit more because we've seen him, right, make his way to a Super Bowl. And with Josh Allen, we keep putting him in that same conversation with Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow, but we've seen Josh Allen disappoint in the postseason compared to those two guys. Could this be the year that Josh Allen finally makes it to a Super Bowl? We got back on track. I'm so proud of us. We're going to stay on track. That, I think, anyways, coming up next. This is ESPN Radio. More next.